Oh, come on, Homer. I'm one of your dearest friends. When everybody said you were too drunk to drive that time, who gave you your keys? You did. <laughs> Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. <laughs> Shaking his head at me the whole time. <laughs> well, now I'm curious as to why he's shaking his head at you. Was it because of the impression or the quote choice? It, it was the quote choice. That is the most inappropriate joke. <laughs> oh yeah, on The Simpsons by far. Like, it, it, like I remember laughing at that. I think when I was younger, and then like, you become an adult, and you're just like, huh? You're like, oh, they, this is a bad relationship. Yeah, this is your life, huh? Yeah, <laughs> it's deeply troubling. Yeah. Well, I chose it because it exemplifies the uh, episode as a whole. I agree. I as a troubled relationship. Yep. It's okay. A, th- all right. I can give it's that. it's uh, it's a. It's a deep dive into the troubled relationship between Homer and Moe. And, of course, this is Two Bad Neighbors, your encyclopedic compendium of all things Simpsons, seasons 1 through 10. My name is Greg. My name is Alan. And today we are joined by a guest. <laughs> yeah. Some might call him the, the favorite. The most frequent guest. The, the, the most frequent, the favorite Um just don't call him late for dinner. Just don't call him. <laughs> it's, it's the doctor, everybody. <laughs> good <laughs> afternoon, good morning, and evening, wherever you are. Yeah. Uh, it's good to be back on your esteemed podcast. Thanks for coming back. Thank you for having me. I'll be honest, we need the bump. Okay. Yeah. Now, I can't help but just right off the bat note that you have your briefcase again. <laughs> I do. Yeah. It's sitting right there in front of both of Alan and I very ominously. Just latched and you shut. Know how, you know how scared I was last time? With a good reason. <laughs> a very good reason. I wasn't like, why are you scared, Alan? I was like, no, he has every right to be scared. Now this time, does he have every right to be scared? Uh, it depends. Has anything oh, changed? <laughs> like what, in my personal life or my well, anger let's, issues? Let's or talk what? About, about that. Let's talk about that. Has, mm. uh, how have you been? Oh, man, terrible. Oh, really? Yeah, like the <laughs> last <laughs> the, like the last few months. I think for everybody. I mean, last time yeah. everyone was season eight, Yeah, right? Hmm? Yeah, you were undivided. Right? Yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, no, this this whole year has just been a write off. Like, I remember someone asked me that, and I compared it to getting hot sauce in your pee hole once, <laughs> and it was just very, very obscure. Like, and the person was just like, oh, "Okay," and I was like, "Why did I say that?" But yeah, pretty much the same thing. <laughs> a little dabble, do that? you? Oh yeah, that's it. Your year's <laughs> over. Like, you'll write that down as like, "Dear 2020, cool it with the hot sauce and the urethral <laughs> meatus." I because um, I'd write it medically. Yeah. I, I've I've been. Like whatever, whenever I've been <laughs> taking stock, it's always just been like, "Dear 2020, go fuck yourself." Mm-hmm. Um, how's that been for you? 2020 so far, yeah, this is disastrous. Just, just a disaster. Disastrous. Yeah, but you know, today is another day, and I'm on uh, my favorite uh, podcast that's Simpsons themed. It's also <laughs> Calgary. 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 You guys are the first. Favorite podcast that's uh, Simpsons themed, hosted by two white dudes, and uh, uh, based in Calgary. Uh, based in Calgary. Yeah. Of all of those uh, <laughs> terms, you guys are number one. So take it. You know, Alan. Who's yeah. number two? You know, Alan, number two? It's I've never been number one at something, so mm. I'm going to take this. Okay. Thank you, Ife. You're very welcome. Um, both of you. It makes me feel. Um, wanted mm-hmm. when you appear on this show thanks it's it's really nice i do have some grievances though before i open oh, no. it up. please open it up <laughs> so uh first thing is for you alan johnson oh, who i'm shit. looking at so first off it's been nine and a half seasons or whatever uh-huh. and oh. i'm disappointed you still don't refer to greg wilson with his proper title of shake 
Shake? Shake. He's a learned man. And there's you. Yeah, I don't know what shake means. Hold on. Wait. <laughs> can't yeah, let's, let's, fin- let's finish that thought mm. first before what does we. Shake mean? Before it's we... like an esteemed uh, learned man. I've never heard this before. I'll Google it. I honestly okay. haven't either. Can you Google it for me? I, okay. Because I think he's about to redirect some of his haterade to me. Oh, yeah. Everyone gets a little bit. Yeah. So, you, Greg, you travel a lot. I don't see you very often. I don't travel much anymore. Not, not anymore, right? <laughs> but I want to give you a little taste of the traveling that you've missed. Okay. So, I'd implore you to open the case, Greg. You want me to open the case? Oh, no. Oh, no. I get to open the case? Okay. This is if really there's, yeah, If there's spring snakes in there. my ears. This oh. is really exciting. Uh, I've, before you open it, though, yeah. uh, I, all I can find about shake is uh, noun, a poor quality of marijuana. <laughs> oh, I meant like shake as in like a, like a scholar from the Middle East. You know? Oh, like a like sheik? A sheik? Pronounced shake. What? I've never heard it pronounced that way. Before. Well, you're going to well, pronounce have, it. You're going to pronounce in the future for. I've sheik heard it versus. that way. Okay, guys, guys, guys. Or Sheik is the the Zelda's alternate ego, alter ego. Sounds like a brand of condom. I'll take that too. <laughs> um, Zelda's alter ego or a brand of condom, either one. So I'm uh, popping the case open, open the case, guys. Greg. Also Shake. So it can be pronounced either way, it seems, and it's spelled differently. So anyway, here we go. Ooh, <laughs> shredded newspapers. It's shredded newspapers. Check in the trunk. It's the look trunk. In, look in the trunk. Look in. Look in the tongue. This is getting all over my floor. <laughs> uh, it's more shredded newspaper. More shredded newspaper. And, um, ooh, there's a banner. There's a banner look of something? Look kind? at banner, Greg. Okay, hang on. I just want to get all these shredded newspapers out. Because uh, it's like... Is it is it Australia flag with a boot? Oh! And <laughs> a giant ass. Oh! <laughs> What? <laughs> it's the real flag of Australia. God. Ife. Just for you and your studio. You're such a, a, a jet setter, a traveling man. I wanted to give you some international flavor on this podcast. Greg, it's, so. the, uh, it's the genuine article. It's mm-hmm. the real flag of Australia. Enjoy it. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. I'm not going to keep the newspaper. Oh, that's though. fine. And here, Alan was thinking it was going to explode. I don't suppose there's anything in that briefcase for me. Nope. This is so nice. Yeah, yeah it's it's pretty nice. <laughs> Alan, I, don't, us. I don't get it. It's like this is a really nice gesture. Yeah, it was directed think, just to you. I think you should thank him. <laughs> I don't know why we keep inviting you on every time you antagonize me, <laughs> making me feel like shit. Hey, Alan, why don't you refer to Greg as a proper title? Be nice to him. Here, Greg. Here's a really nice gift. Hey, Alan, go fuck yourself. This is a really nice gift. I gotta take a picture of this. Uh, of this. Uh, uh, it's full of shredded. Full of shredded this, newspaper. This this uh, suitcase full of uh, briefcase. Sorry, full of uh, shredded newspapers because. Uh, well, you should, you should save those shredded. I bet they're important documents. Piece well, they, them together I'm, and find out Ife's <laughs> secrets. I'm sure they were at one time. At one point, maybe important <laughs> documents. But if uh, anything has taught me anything. Uh, you shred documents for a reason, and woe betide the person who puts them back together. That person usually dies in want, the movie. I want to put some apple cores in there and so. other stuff, too. But. Ah, yeah, that's the... A sandwich with a bite out of it. Yeah, sandwich with a bite taken out of it. It's a uh, very falling down of you. Uh, like Lionel Hutz, obviously, yes. but a very falling down mm-hmm. as well. Um, that's where it's from. That, that, that movie is uh, fine. <laughs> <laughs> The bit in The Simpsons is much better. God, I love this briefcase. Uh, Do we get to keep the briefcase? No. <laughs> always a pleasure to have you on the show. Likewise, it's always good I to don't, be here. Uh, I don't care what Alan says. He's uh, 
uh, it's always a pleasure. I got a flag of Australia. Put up in your, your boathouse studios. It's going up in the studio. Boot, boothouse studios. Boothouse, yeah. It might go on the mantle over there. Yeah. yeah, that's where I'll take a picture of it, and then I'll put it in like the in, in the in the actual studio itself. Drink some VB. Uh, maybe I'll turn it into a curtain. You can do that too. Yeah, because we don't have a very good curtain in there. Make sure it faces outward, and they'll be like, "Oh, those perverts from yeah. whatever country they're from." <laughs> Australia. <laughs> it's Australia. <laughs> Hitler's Hitler's birth home, or whatever. <laughs> most most famous Australian in history. Oh boy! Well, this just made my week. Yeah. Thank you. You got it. All right. Well, uh, got you a burger and everything. What are we? He uh, did. Alan, Alan gave me a burger before this, out of the goodness of his heart. It's probably looking at him like, what a mistake you just made, <laughs> helping me out. He faced such a kind person to me in real life, and for some reason on this podcast, he's really mean to me. <laughs> it's like, and the, just recently too, like earlier episodes, you go back and listen, and we're all good friends. Yeah, we're great. Everything's and suddenly great. something, cha- I don't know what changed. The pin dropped. What's, I don't know happened? what it is. What have I done? Um, I don't know. Maybe we got to go back through the other episodes and listen. Maybe, maybe there's maybe some there's sort of perceived some, some, slight yeah. that you commit. Or to maybe he's always felt this way about me. Ah, and if it, you listen back, you can hear the seething rage under his breath as he talks to me. What it may be is that <laughs> I was not on for the Cartridge Family episode. Right. But having listened to it, I'm like, thank t- goodness. That would have been a disaster had I been on that episode. You It'd told been unli- me, don't have me on for that episode. And I'm like, I won't. I'm going to hate you, but don't do it. <laughs> I, Despite what I say, I will destroy it. I will burn it to the ground. Burn the episode to the ground, oh, yeah, or burn be, our, burn oh. our show to the ground. Well, that that depends. Uh, <laughs> the episode, the the actual audio, I would have been insufferable on that episode. Oh, you so, would have. Okay, yeah. okay. Well, that's fine. If you want to talk about it, we can talk about no, it. No, it's fine. I just want to bring. <laughs> We're more removed from it now. Like bring, I'm, bring I, gifts. I just like hearing thoughts about it. It's a it's an interesting episode. You no, know it's one of my most interesting episodes. What the one that we just watched? <laughs> I. I love it so much. Oh yeah, we talk. We're doing. Uh, we're talking about dumbbell indemnity. Um, so shall we? It. Yes, we oh, shall. If you're it's ready, you. if you're ready, unless you have another surprise. There's for no us. other surprises. Okay, then I think we're ready. Oh, her prizes. <laughs> All right. This is the. <laughs> this is, the, uh, this is dumb, dumbbell indemnity, the 16th episode of season nine, written by Ron Hauge. <laughs> Directed by Dominic Pulcino, and original air date March first, nineteen ninety eight. See, I think it's funny now. It's a I know, great bit. I have to lean into I, it now. Yeah, I think it's a good bit now. And then maybe maybe he'll want to come on the show one day. Maybe, yeah, to, to correct us, uh, Mister Hog. <laughs> He's like, feel free. It's hog. What? <laughs> uh, hog? No, it's not. You're lying. It's the only reason I came on the show. Goodbye. Stop lying. <laughs> You're lying. Um. Yeah. Ninety eight. Still March. Here we are, 1998. Um, simpler times, I guess. Uh, but you were specifically, after you said you didn't, you shouldn't come on for the Cartridge Family, you specifically uh, requested this yeah. episode. Uh, before we get into that, though, I would like to finally get your take on Season 9. So if someone asked me, how do you feel about Season 9 before you guys started going through this so very meticulously? I would have said it's yeah good. Mm-hmm. After hearing your rebuttals, mm-hmm. after hearing your points, I may thumb sideways on season nine. Mm-hmm. But because of episodes like this, if mm-hmm. I have to pick one or the other, it's going to be thumbs up. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Um, I, that's that's kind of where I'm starting to settle myself. Um, 
because there are I don't the, this episode doesn't I don't think ring uh, that way for me as it does with you mm-hmm. but there are definitely episodes in this season where I find them taking those swings and uh, I find them being really weird and sometimes it's completely a, a failure and sometimes it tickles me just right and I'm like well I, I got to give this the thumbs up right this 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 season the the, the, the the thumbs up because I love some of these episodes so very very much mm-hmm. um, and I'm glad to hear that you're on to talk about an episode that tickles you in just the right way yeah i think this is a very valuable episode for the mo character yeah who i've always found very funny for the right reasons Mm -hmm. probably not but still (laughs) he entertains me uh there's points where they go overboard of course and i think this is the last redeeming episode with mo as a featured character but it's just good enough that i need it to make that character validated in the previous episodes. Because they very rarely actually get into his personal life. You wonder, like, you know, he's always hung over when tourists come to his door and you just know these bits and pieces. This is the first delve into, like, his actual behavioral and character flaws, so. And even when he is, in previous episodes, uh, featured, he's very much, before this, supporting Homer. Yes, in those in those episodes where he comes to the forefront. Is there is there really an episode where where he goes... Full, like, full main character? The closest thing would be the boxing episode, the Homer They Fall. Yeah. That's the closest, but it's still him as a supporting character to Homer and yeah. also Marge. Yeah. Yeah, there's future episodes where he does, for sure. Definitely. Oh, man, Definitely. it's so bad. Because up to this point, it's, uh, yeah. They, the they redo the whole Mo has bad relationships thing. I think they ran with it because this episode is, is, is decent. I enjoy it. Um, and I've seen a few of them, and they're all just terrible to watch. Awful. Yeah. Well, and then there's also the infamous Mo's Bar Rag episode. Help, I'm not joking. Help me out with that. There's an episode where Mo's Bar Rag yeah. narrates a story. Uh, oh, shit. I know that episode. Yeah. I thought I misheard you. I was no, like, I, that's why everyone was like, oh, he's making a dumb joke. I'm like, no, this is a, this is a serious thing the Simpsons writers did in future seasons. Is it the smelliest <laughs> rag in uh, the U.S. or whatever he said before? I, <laughs> I don't know if they even had that continuity okay. planned. They were just like, yeah, um... I think it's a Christmas episode too. I'll look it up here because it's it's an infamous one. I I think I did watch it at one point way back when I was trying to watch through all of them, and I remember nothing. And it's a Christmas for, episode. I think it is. These people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> There's no regard for the fans at all. <laughs> we know you'll watch it after a certain point. It's kind of feels that way, mm-hmm. you know. It's like ah, fuck you. You'll so watch it. <laughs> the episode season twenty three episode twelve. It's called Mo goes from rags to riches. Get it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Moe's sure. bar rag explains that he started as a medieval tapestry a thousand years earlier. Bart tries to reconcile with Millhouse. The disappearance of Moe's bar rag makes him realize he has friends. That's the synopsis. It's fucking trash. Fuck. <laughs> that sounds bad. Uh, it might be a Patreon. Um, yeah, maybe a Patreon. <laughs> Holy shit. So I don't think it's Christmas one. It aired uh, in January. Um but uh, I th- so I think it's like I think that it's winter. I think there's some like winter scenes. And that's maybe why. Speaking, I of, thought it was a Christmas. You one better hop on the Patreon soon. Camille's catching up just by doing those. What those count? Uh huh. No, <laughs> I guess I don't really get to you, make the rules. You, I'm yeah. pretty sure when you came on with your goddamn certificate, uh. you said that they counted. So. It counts for me. <laughs> it counts for me. What part of that is hard to get? <laughs> Counts for me. What don't you get? <laughs> when I do it, it's cute. <laughs> this actually reminds me of something that you, Alan, you Uh-oh. said to me, uh, to me about me a couple of episodes Uh-oh. ago, 
where you, you talked about me splicing your voice to say uh, vul- vulgarities. <laughs> yeah. And I remember once, like what I told you about that, and I think I sent it to you. You did. You said, what would you do if I did that to you? And I'm like, that's not funny, man. Yeah. I talk about it like that. <laughs> <laughs> what would you want to hurt my character like that? I don't understand. It's not, it's not humorous. It feels like an attack. This feels like a deliberate attack. I mean, even to the point where after that episode aired, Ife messaged me. It was like, actually, the, the message that I spliced your voice into was this because I had it wrong. Mine was way more vulgar. Yeah. Yeah. It was oh way worse. Yeah. It was like, asses are my fetish. I can't help it. Or something like that. <laughs> it feels like it's just like a, he's going through these episodes. Like you, you, You're you listening to these and then just like making a note. It's like Alan said this incriminating word. Well, 100% he's just, doing that. Just this word. Like I could use this later hmm? if it fits in this sequence I'm trying to put together. Yep. See, and what Ife doesn't realize is that he's one of my dearest friends, and I love him and miss him. Yeah. And that's why I talk about him all the time on the show. Yeah. And he takes it as a slight, and then, you know, comes on the show and, and is mean to me. It's a way of reaching out, and now we yeah. have. There you and go. I have a flag of Australia for it. And I uh, hope you uh, feel unbearable guilt for <laughs> being mean to me when I just... All I do is try to be kind. Um, so Why don't you let me love you? Why don't you let me in? <laughs> let me love you. <laughs> Why would you let me live, Marge? <laughs> um, so, what is it about this one that brings you to it? Mo is just a degenerate uh-huh. in this. Uh-huh. This is good. This is good for and, you. And everyone. And everyone. You know, <laughs> Every never really show him with like, a good heart. It, it's the juxtaposition of this sweet lady... Where in the beginning you're like, is she insane? Yeah. And you're like, something's going to turn with her. Mo is Mo. Like, Mo is a degenerate. That's his nature, right? Yeah, yeah. Something's going to turn with her because it's too good to be true. And it never happens. But Mo still stands as this piece of absolute filth. He and I find, it so, I find it so funny. It's, it's great. Uh, Homer agrees to help him for some reason because he's an idiot. Like, this is going to end up well. They're best uh, friends. They are they are best friends. Uh, so one gets the other episode, one gets no the one. other drunk. So, yeah, which is the foundation of a lot of friendships and things. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a foundation between a lot of you know dealers and their customers. Mm-hmm. You know, sad. What? That's sad. It's true though. I, well, I, so gonna get, I'm not saying it's not true. I'm saying it's sad. Well, so gonna get drugs yes, from but it. by saying it's sad, you're saying it's not true though. How is that not true? <laughs> you sad just but, said it. Sad but true. Sad, but also true. What is happening <laughs> on this episode? I actually agree with you, Alan. On I'll this just one. let them talk. I no, guess. Sad, sad, but true. It is a sad. It, it is, is a sad. Yeah. Uh, Bring this antagonistic yeah. nature in, and then he jumps on the train because <laughs> he's all happy and giddy from his present. So join up with. He's the like, guest. yeah, let's all fucking pick on Alan. Join up with the guests now. No I think it's very sad that that a, a dealer and his and his uh, customer, mm-hmm. a customer sees a dealer as a best friend. Yeah. And in this episode, and in a lot of The Simpsons. Homer sees Mo as a best friend when yeah. he gives him no reason to, except for he's the one who gets him drunk. Mm-hmm. It's very sad. It is sad. It's um, it's it's honestly the thing that I have the mo the biggest problem with in this episode that I that I've been like trying to that that I that I can't really uh, wrap my head around to make this an episode that I genuinely enjoy coming back to because I I just find. Uh, the way he treats Homer just so awful. It's bad. It makes me feel. It makes me feel bad. It makes me feel icky. It makes me feel gross. They've done a few jokes along these lines that I've enjoyed. I remember Alan saying your response to when Homer was in the hospital. 
and he's like, hey, you snuck in a beer for me, you know? And he's like, yeah, the beer ain't free. And I'm, I think that's so funny. And you're just like, what type of human being is this man? <laughs> he snuck a beer into like a guy in intensive care and then charged him for it. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> he's a fucking dick. Because uh, think- he knows he's an addict and he'll pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. You'll, but- pay, you'll pay there, uh, Rummy. Yeah. And the thing is, here's the thing for me. Uh, that is Moe's character to me. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, I've said this before. I hate Moe as a person. But I love him as a character. Mm-hmm. Like he's hilarious. And the 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 problems I usually have with Mo is when they try to make him redeemable in some way. Yes. Like in the Homer they fall, right? Where it's like, oh look, he saved Homer in the end. He's a good guy. He's like, no, he isn't. Yeah, he's we, a fucking piece of shit. We fell down on that episode being like, this is the week. This is a week. It's a week ending. Week, week ending. At the at the very least. Yeah. I don't really like the episode as a whole, but it's the ending that really like cinches it for me in that one. And that's season eight. That's my beloved season yeah, eight. Yeah, absolutely. Um but there's some clunkers in season eight. Uh, <laughs> but uh, in this one, at the very least, like it doesn't end with Mo doing the right thing. <laughs> you know, he does. He stays true to his character, and he ruins everything. And it's and it's a well a well done uh, uh, finale for for this uh, episode's arc. Um, but like the what you were saying about it feeling icky, that's how I feel about Homer. <laughs> that's how I feel about Homer. Not necessarily in this episode. There's a couple moments, but for the most part, not in this episode. But in general, in season nine, that's that's I've talked about it before about yeah. like how you know Cartridge family especially that makes me feel gross because because Homer's being a piece of shit and like endangering his family's lives. Yeah, and that's how I feel about jerk ass Homer in general and the transition that's happening from beloved Homer to jerk ass Homer, which definitely I, people have I, written in and said they don't believe season nine has jerk ass Homer, and I don't think it's like full jerk ass but it's the transition is happening in season nine and that's why i dislike it more he pops up because it's almost like season 10 we agree is a bad season because he's fully there i believe i don't it's been a while since i watched season 10 so maybe we'll 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 see that once we get to it hey maybe season 10 will be part of the golden years when we finish with it (laughs) hey you never Uh, know alan alan comment i think i know we Um, might be we, we might be so beaten down by uh the world and Everything that uh, like this looks good now. Sure, yeah, I doubt it. Uh, th- but they take thing- a lot more beating. <laughs> this is what your 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 resolve is strong. <laughs> My resolve, I think so. Has um, been strong. But but what I'm saying is, I th- I feel like season ten, it's easier, I think, to look at and be like, yeah, it's a bad season, or like Homer's like jerk ass Homer, so like he's bad. Whereas season nine, because it has like moments or episodes that are decent it's easier to look at the season as a whole and say it's good when for me i see that transition happening and that hurts me more than it just being a fact already if that Mm. makes sense like the the transition from good homer to bad homer for me is more painful to watch than it is to just see full jerk ass homer being an asshole all the time if i make it may make a um gross analogy it's like in season 10 the wound is already open yeah that is very gross yeah festering it's festering and it's got some gangrene yeah in season nine the knife is going in and it really hurts (laughs) and it's just like you're you're starting to more pain pull open the wound that way i've been watching a lot of scream movies (laughs) (laughs) oh we know um so so alan you'll be in agreement then that as the arc you mentioned, Homer is transitioning to jerk-ass Homer. But with this, he's kind of like a, an, an, I don't want to say an imbecile. Like, he doesn't know what's going on around him. Like, oh, that's a great idea, Mo. We're best friends. He's yeah. just this, like, big oaf where Mo is also consistent in him just remaining crappy. Like, you said that yeah. the redeeming part of this is that they didn't try to humanize Mo. They kept him a scumbag the whole way through. Yes. In spite of him being around this lovable idiot and then this woman who 
for baffling reasons, just wants him around. Uh, yeah, as a, and I as think as a partner. Yeah, I think uh, I, I I think this is a this is a good episode. I like this. episode. You like this episode? Yeah. I'm happy to hear that because we've talked about this a little. Oh yeah, bit. and yeah. we've watched it a lot together as mm-hmm. well. And I I think I've always been uh, down on it more so than uh, up on it, but. I think my biggest problem with the episode, and again, like with the pretext of, I think this is a good episode. My biggest problem is the, the Helen Hunt character, uh, Renee, and Renee, my treasure, my treasure. Um, and I think it's because I, I don't think they knew exactly what to do with a romantic plot with Mo, because um, it starts out when he meets her. It seems like oh, she's like kind of charmed by him, which is a natural um, when you have a despicable character. <laughs> Um, I think a natural like romance for a character like that is to have the per- the uh, second party be the one who's kind of weird in that they aren't put off by by Mo, mm-hmm. right? You're absolutely right. So, is that like getting into the manic pixie territory? A little bit, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I was thinking more of like you know the character being kind of scummy, and it's like, oh, you two are perfect, but they went for what is she seeing him? Yeah, and, and they even well, overtly address it with Marge being like, "Could I ask why?" Yes. Yeah. But and and then so here's here's a, a problem I have is that uh, again they don't know what they're doing with her. Where in that scene she says, "At first I went out with him as pity," and you don't see that in the in the first scene where they meet. It doesn't. That's not what reads. It's not like, "Oh, okay, this yeah. poor guy. I'll just oh, I'll throw him a bone." Oh, your or poor whatever. ears. And then I, it's like, no, she's actually charmed by him. And then, but then they like they feel like oh like I don't know it it is weird that she's going out with Mo because she's a normal nice person seemingly and he's a fucking scumbag. The part that's showing, Alan, the part that's showing, yeah, is normal. Um, and then they have this weird thing where they have to put in that that line of like oh at first it was just pity but then I then I uh, I can't remember exactly what she says well, like I started to warm up to him or something like that. And I just think it would have worked way better if just immediately she was like. Kind, like kind of charmed and like you know i can see that you're like i i also like the moment where she says uh you don't talk to a lot of women do you that's because that's like that's such like a, a great good, reply a good read on her that it's not he's not being malicious he's not trying to be an asshole but he's just like awkward and weird sure like and when, there's people like that in the world who are just like i recognize that you don't know how to talk to people you're romantically interested in um so like let's let's talk and like you know maybe you can become a better person if you if if we hang out it wasn't even like you know he missed the shot this was like an air ball though with his reply (laughs) i just want to dwell on that interaction being some of the funniest (laughs) minutes of the simpsons that they screw up because like you guys have said with season nine they overwrite things a little bit too much you know like she inserts herself into it oh hello mary sunshine Mm -hmm. it's a woman (laughs) and where she, where, woman? where he where he goes where she goes oh you think i'm gorgeous and he all he needed to say was the part that's showing that's all he needed to say and you're just like what a ter- what a terrible thing to say yeah. like she should be like okay well good night and then he goes on to say you could have yeah, a bunch you could have a, or a, fake or a, ass or a weird scar or a fake ass or something mm-hmm. they could have just had it go the party that's showing and she goes you don't speak to a lot of women do you yeah but they added that part on mm-hmm I also think that last part is hilarious. That's some <laughs> funny stuff. Uh, um, when Mo matures to a gentleman, you're no longer worried about weird scars or, or fake asses. You start worrying about fake scars and weird asses. Okay. <laughs> that, that comes um, <laughs> So when he says, when he says like he might have a bunch of scars or a fake ass or something, uh, whenever in, in this season, whenever they, they 
allow a character to be like, or something or whatever. I'm like, just cut that. Just cut that part. Right. You know, you're not, you're literally not saying anything yeah. when you say, or something or whatever. It's that <laughs> maybe it's because I've just done too much improv and seen too much improv. It's like, that's the thing you say at the end of a line in improv to give the next person permission to speak. Right? It's like, I'm done with my thought. Please, your turn now. Right? Like, if it's an improv scene, it's, I don't know, you have a fake ass or a bunch of scars or whatever, and then you reply, you don't talk to a lot of women, do you? Right? That's the improv scene. In a writing scene, take the or whatever or something out. Be succinct with it. Mm-hmm. Just just say lines that are jokes because I can get behind. It's cleaner. I can get, it's cleaner. Drop the the. <laughs> it's cleaner. And... That uh, we're gonna we're gonna do a lot of that. We're gonna do a lot of cleaning it up uh, on season nine. I think we have been. <laughs> There's a lot of that in, in in this episode. A lot of things that need need cleaning, like most yeah. filthy mind. And <laughs> so so that's so so that's like kind of my my issue with like the the instigation of of Renee and Mo's relationship. I think it works well until you insert the weird line about it being pity because that just doesn't read true to me sure and i'm like they they just don't know what they wanted to do with this relationship whatever I, but it then feels, it feels a little bit a little sorry just to just yeah. to jump in for one, one quick second it feels a little bit like um retconning in the middle of the episode yeah um but there is just a tiny little bit where it's like um oh mr droopy pants or whatever have a flower right that's that feels kind of pitiable and when she says well i didn't say no exactly um, when he's walking away, I can see that as kind of a pity gesture, but she does seem like slightly charmed by him in the beginning. But there's, I think there's a little bit in there, just a little yeah, for sure. And I think the, I think the, what they were maybe trying to do is that, yeah, she's like charmed by him in a way, or just like thinks he's in, like, she says, I love a guy with an interesting face or whatever. Right. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> face with character. Yeah. They go and, a little too far with him, with her being charmed. Yeah. Or not far enough, and then not far enough with being pity, or just get rid of one of them, or not. Or well, and then I think what what they do is they they he asks her out essentially, and that's when she has a kind of like oh like I, I didn't expect that like right. I, I thought you know we were having friendly interaction and you're making it romantic, mm-hmm. and that's where I see it as more surprise, not necessarily like uh, disgust or like you know like oh, I'll go out with you because you seem sad or anything like that. I think she's just like oh I didn't even think about that, but yep yeah, okay whatever sure. I just saw a uh, down faced man with a drink rum sticker on his forehead. <laughs> And thought he yeah. needed someone to talk to. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And and like I, that rings true to me too. Is that like uh, an interaction like that that they literally just met and then he asks her out? Like anyone's gonna be like, ah, oh, like I'm not gonna say yes right away. I don't know who the hell you are. Like you're a stranger. Like let especially me think about now. it. Yeah. Well, especially now. You're never gonna meet anyone now. Especially Bart. Um, <laughs> and like you're saying, Alan, this is especially Lisa. <laughs> but especially, um, yeah, seeing this you know, assumably normal-looking woman on the street at 2 a.m. So with weird. a flower cart. <laughs> a flower cart, what is she doing? Yeah, and it's like, you're not on, like, the the meth or something, are you? Like, why are you here? And she's just yeah. regular. She's a normal person, yeah. And, I, yeah, I, I remember being always always being uh, struck by how weird a choice that is to have her be outside a bar at night rather than um, just have her be in the bar. Or, you know, like... yeah. Like, because they're already they've already set up this this situation where he's trying to hit on women at the bar, and it, instead of it being like, all right, let's just leave and then like encounter on the street, like just have it be like, all right, and then like her 
just be at a different table and be like, hey, sunshine. I think the part of the point is he doesn't meet her at a bar. And I think that makes her different in his eyes. In a lot of ways. Uh, I mean, sure. I don't think they thought that that far ahead. That's, that's, that's a very good observation on your end. Uh, Thank you. But I, d- I don't think the writers thought about it in that sense. Well, I, I think they wanted her to have a flower cart. and What I get out of it, yeah. it doesn't matter what they intended. Authorial mm. intent doesn't matter. It always intent. It always matters. They do make a line, though, where Homer goes, there has to be one for you in one bar somewhere. <laughs> so they just kind of negated that as it's like, oh, enter flower cart. <laughs> yeah. I think just they just knew she was she was gonna be uh, that's her job is just like she has a flower cart yep. and so they're like all right so he's gonna go outside and meet her at a flower cart a I don't think they thought that that through it's a it. front for something <laughs> something interesting that I that that I find about this is do you see it all from his perspective from Mo's perspective you never he doesn't know who Renee is ever really because yeah. the moments that we do see with her he he believes that he needs to keep on because of his insecurity um, he needs to keep piling on the good life what he calls the sweet life onto Renee. This was going to be my next point. Yeah, about spending her. Yeah. money and money and money and money and money. But the moments that you do see of her, you see that she's perfectly happy being living a like living a a simple life. She, she, if if he was like a Joe Pinchpenny, she'd be fine with that. He has a business. Mm-hmm. He's doing okay. And like she was like, no, let's just uh, drink. Let's just have koi fish in a in, in a bathtub. Let's yeah. let, it'll be fun. Right, she's fine uh, living a a modest life, but yeah. Mo has to screw it up, though. He has it's to. It's his nature. He absolutely has to be, but he doesn't. He doesn't listen to her. He doesn't know her, but it's because not he, doesn't that he doesn't listen, listen to, to her. her. It's that he like, and this this is my next point is that like the the other problem with Renee is that they create this sitcom trope uh, plot line where Mo needs money to keep her happy, right? But she, like you're saying, Greg, she's never put forth that idea. And I don't necessarily think they need to have her be like, hey, I need money or otherwise I'm going to leave you or anything like that. But I think there needs to be a clear, like, uh, you know, th- their first date is really extravagant. And because of that, she always expects that or something like that. But but yeah, like I, to your point, I think it's clear to me that she doesn't ever expect that. And it's just, it's weird that Mo just automatically leans into that but rather I than it be... I completely get that. I com- I think com- I think it I think it misses. I I'm think it misses. I'm completely on board for it. I think Mo being like I need to do this. He's putting it all on himself and he's putting it all on her. I think this is a thing that that a lot of guys do. It's the insecure sweaty charm. He he understands even with Homer in the beginning being like, you know, why am I single? It's because of the ugliness. He he has nothing else to offer. This is his only asset is that he has cash for the immediate future. So. I just don't think the episode uh, puts that clear enough. No, it doesn't. I, I think I think I, that's I think it, that's where the the writing fails. That's where all would I'm it, saying. Where I, would I think it, um, I think it makes sense that Mo would would lean into it, but yeah. there's just never a like there's never a moment where he's like, oh shit, like I need money. Like it's just right off the bat, right off the jump. It's like go to a fancy restaurant. He's ordering fancy flowers. Doesn't want to screw uh, it up. Yeah, like it's, it's it's just like he's leaning into it very quickly without us as an audience seeing why he's doing that. And so yeah, you can infer like it's just because he, like you said, it has insecurities and just thinks that he needs to spend a lot of money for her to be happy. But I just think the episode needs to have a moment early in their relationship where he's where he has that like, okay, I need to spend money. To keep her, okay, I see you what know? you mean. Like, if, if he did something and she's like, Oh, 
And he like he, yeah. he builds off of that. It's just like, okay, that's why. It's not because of my adorable little cauliflower ears. <laughs> it's not because of my beady yeah, eyes. And that's yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like they they have like three different like approaches to her character in, in the episode in that mm-hmm. sense where yeah, she's charmed by him and doesn't give a shit about money. Or B it's pity or C it's because he can give her lots of fancy things with like money wise. Right. And it's like, choose one of those three (laughs) pick a lane. Yeah. And it just seems all over the place. And, uh, I also, I just feel like they made Renee too normal. (laughs) Yeah. She's bland. Like a regular person. Like she's not off the wall and wacky. There's nothing interesting about her. Um, She's Which, a real Helen Hunt type. She, she really is, <laughs> and and for her to like want to be with Mo, I just I feel like I needed a little a little edge, like a little something where it's like this is believable as a, as a relationship, uh-huh. and then he screws it up. Well, then you definitely don't want a Helen Hunt type. <laughs> exactly. Those 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 types of people don't have any edges at no, all. They're very, they're just very nice and they're sweet. Just, they're they're good. They're fine. Yeah. They're solid. Probably have a good job. Yeah. And um, I, and I just yeah I feel like the the choice to have let, let's pair Mo up with a romantic character, let's make her very sweet. I love it. Is is a weird choice. But it's I a weird lo- choice. But I love it I, because it makes Mo look all the the more dirty. It does. It actually it does. really does. Like her, she has this like calming like she's not like wow with her voice or anything like that. This like calming like sweet voice, and then Mo, any noise he makes just sounds like someone slaughtering a goat. <laughs> but then ah, and the, and the, yeah, and that's funny. But the the problem, like just on a structural level for me, is that I never believe that she would be with this dude. It's worried about the laughs in my. And opinion. again, with the three lanes that they're not picking, it mm-hmm. makes it even harder. And sure. so it's just like it just seems like a not like a a plot device. It's just she feels like a plot device. Oh, absolutely. To, you know, to to give Mo a story, yep. and it's just it's it hurts the the overall feeling of the episode. Fair enough. So, Still think it's really funny and great. I think mm. it's a good episode, but to I just you, to I you, just have a problem with that character. What does land for you in in the episode? What what's what do you find about this episode that's that's working to give it a thumbs up? Uh, it's it's Mo yeah. for sure because, like I said, I think he's very funny, yeah. uh, and I think they've used him very well in this episode. Um, like his character, well thought out, well like mm-hmm. motivated all throughout um, the money thing. You know, there's just like 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 we said, we as as uh, <laughs> scholars of the ep- of the series know uh, oh <laughs> know Mo well enough. To, to see why he's doing the things he's doing. If someone watched this episode and didn't never seen the show before and just watched this episode, they'd be like, why is he why is he thinking he needs to spend all this money? Like, who is this guy? That's you know? how I felt the first time I saw this episode, yeah. and I think it's why it, it it was so sour for me right. for so many years. I cannot tell you how for how long I, I just couldn't handle watching this episode because he's so awful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's because they focus on him. Like, he, he is the protagonist and antagonist of this episode. Um, he's his own enemy. And it wa- it's not like uh, it wasn't until now, honestly, that I was like, I am getting where they're coming from. They're using a lot of already built up goodwill or bad will in Mo's case to really sell this episode, to really uh, let us into this, to th- to this episode. They're using... Um, what we already as fans of the show know about this character. It's not a good entry point. I'll (laughs) tell you that it's not a good entry point for this character, but it is a great building block of this character. And I, I finally like it. I think this episode uses time very efficiently. Um, It even like that montage was very like short and sweet. The dinner was 
very aware of the time as well. Like even throwaway lines start to paint Renee and Mo as complete opposites. Like for instance, you know, she's meets some of Mo's friends and she's super polite. And what's the first thing Mo says? Hey, Sabu to the maitre d like just where he just say you there or something he has to be insulting yep. they use every mo line except for the you know i gave you your keys uh <laughs> with incredible efficiency i love it every line matters but that, that line that line's still in mo's character it is <laughs> the, but it's just very line. distasteful yeah. yeah it is yeah uh, um i mean well but again that's most mo lines are very distasteful <laughs> he's absolutely the kind of bartender who would give someone who's clearly drunk their keys mm-hmm. yeah like oh, come on guys let him let him go he's like, fine yeah that's the th- even everyone in the bar said he yeah. shouldn't be driving <laughs> like that means even barney was saying like i don't know he probably shouldn't be driving <laughs> and that mo and that mo's like uh he considers that like a solid you owe me oh, yeah yeah, yeah. Like he was he was uh, the only true friend that day. Mm. Yeah, I'm the only friend you got. Um, Can we talk about Helen Hunt? Sure. Because we don't usually get to get to really dive into our guest house. Uh-huh. What do we all think about Helen Hunt? I like her a lot. I like Helen like Hunt overall. Or yeah, overall, oh. just overall. Uh, she's very she's very milk toast for me. Plain. Like just very yeah, just very fine. Yeah, yeah. and I like I've never that. had an issue with her, but but I've just always been like, oh, okay, yeah, good for you. If you watch her in like a lot of these movies that she's in, I'm talking like her 90s run from like Twister to As Good As It Gets to What Women Want. Like she's she's super solid in all of those movies. And um, I, I don't know. I just, I, I think she's great. She is the non-dairy ice milk of <laughs> actresses. And guess what flavor? Unflavored. Unflavored for me. I love non-dairy ice milk. Um, cause I can't I, have dairy. <laughs> so, uh, but do you like it unflavored? Um, you know, I'll take the unflavored, then add my own. He adds just a pinch of salt and what's, he's like, mm. what's less of a treat unflavored or vanilla? Vanilla probably. <laughs> so unflavored is more of a treat to you. Well, yeah. Cause vanilla is in is of itself vanilla by nature. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> and therefore wise, wise scholars, therefore not a treat. Yeah. Uh, that's a great point i've said this before and i'll say it again till the day i die um so like if you had a choice between i know you can't eat cheese but yeah. like a cheese well pizza, i can eat some cheese sure a cheese pizza or just bread and sauce because mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's what like cheese pizza is the plain yeah, quote-unquote yeah. pizza yeah, like vanilla is. ice cream right yeah, absolutely but you're like, no, get that flavor out of there, <laughs> and then you got a treat. Then it's something exciting. I'm imagining Take that I'll... cheese off the pizza. <laughs> give me some fucking crushed tomatoes on some bread. That sounds great. That sounds, <laughs> honestly, that sounds yeah. like uh, bruschetta I'm imagining in a lot of ways. Someone walking into a pizzeria, Alan walking into a pizzeria, seeing just something <laughs> that just says like, yeah, bread and sauce. And like, damn it, Greg. Greg was here. I know it. No one else would order that shit. <laughs> Well, oh, you boy. didn't tell me what you wanted at the pizza place, so I uh, <laughs> just brought you back some bread and sauce. Sauce is on the side. Together at last. So, You know what I think about Helen Hunt? Yeah. I think that, and this episode ties in with it, she's always cast as like the nice lady who puts up with the asshole main male lead. Like, yeah, she's think of kind those of movies you, she's you, absolutely you just listed even. Twister. You know? Twister, Paxton, as good as it gets. As good as it gets. Jack Nicholson. Nicholson. Uh, Castaway, even oh yeah, that's less because she's not really in that movie that much, but it's still like her having to kind of deal with Tom Hanks at the end. And spoiler, he gets off the island. Uh, Uh, But I think, man, 
I really like what them. women want. He has just deal with Mel Gibson. I, yeah. I think I think it's um, I get where you're coming from, and I think that Kevin is, Spacey. It's always it's despicable people yeah, too. Kevin Spacey and pay it forward. It's definitely her her thing to take the. <laughs> it's it perfectly it works perfectly because she has no edges and she's there to take the edges off these yeah. awful people exactly and even she, in what women want where like she's supposed to be this like kind of hard-ass like executive she's not, she's not yeah she's, and then she does that my, my least favorite part of that movie is where because like uh i don't know if you know the movie Faye, but uh uh mel gibson can hear women's thoughts they uh, all want him <laughs> he, you know i bet you in real life he thinks he does as well too so <laughs> But there's a part where uh, he's hearing her thoughts as she's talking to him, and she apparently stares at his crotch, and he hears her say, like, oh, no, I just looked at his crotch. And then, first of all, Mel Gibson then just, like, like starts, like, thrusting, yeah. thrusting his crotch out to be like, yeah, look at it again, and she does. But what she does is, like, uh, it, this is hard for an audio medium, I apologize, but she she looks and then, like, goes, like, like that, <laughs> it's a lot of over. Uh, it's, it's Alan like, just put his hands up to his face and uh, like tur- she turns and away, winced and, puts and her moved. Hands over her eyes. Like, oh no, I just looked at his crotch, and it's like, it's like if you were just thinking that, you wouldn't do those actions. It's for us as an audience. Wait, it's wait, so wait, wait, wait. Are, are you saying that the film "What Women Want" isn't an accurate <laughs> depiction of what women want? Uh here's the thing. Hmm. I believe that in the process of the movie, what Mel Gibson realizes is that what women want is a variety of things. Money. And that's the... Because they're individuals in the story. Jesus Christ. <laughs> As opposed to you what men want. Movie, did you, did you ever see no. what men want? No, I didn't. It's more of a short film, <laughs> so like eight seconds long. <laughs> uh, what men want is literally just like, ah, just like sex and baseball. <laughs> Right, that's the thesis. By the end, it's like ah, they're fucking children. They're children, yeah, in their brains. Um, and silly movies. Yeah, Uh, no, I, I, the, the thing is, I, I like her in all those movies that you just mentioned. I think she's fine. Yeah, I think she's so good in What Women Want, a movie I have seen seven times. (laughs) She's never given like like a, a an appropriate lead where she is her own character. It's always like. She her character is in relation to the main male lead yeah, in some way. She's an object, not a subject. Even yeah. in this one, like she doesn't have a exactly uh, a personality. But you know, yeah. there's and a that's lot. That's what of, I mean. Is like they 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 were like, oh, like what what big actress should we get for this episode? Well, the person who plays this type of role all the time, all the time. of course, and who just won an Oscar you know, for it. I don't know if you know this was dating Hank Azaria at the time. Oh what? right, I didn't yeah. know that. They got married a year later. Then divorced, divorced a year later? 2000. Nice. <laughs> nice. Hollywood quickie marriage. Can Hollywood we, swing in. Can we just talk about the marriage of Homer and Marge? Sure. Because it's the first thing that we really see after the Texas snowball fight. And <laughs> Is when, that what they call it? That's what they called it. Yeah. Throwing ice Texas cream in the house, fight. destroying their parents' home that they worked hard for yeah. in that economy. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so Homer destroys the water heater. Uh, yeah. Destroys the house. Destroys the whole house, yeah. Water and then heater, just the whole, leaves. Leaves. <laughs> Um, and Homer says to Mo that he spent so many hours hiding from his wife there. Mm. Homer has really, uh, I don't know if this is a word. It's, there's been a lot of spousification of Mo. Uh, Mo oh, yeah. is like his wife. He spends yeah. more time at the bar than he does with his actual wife. Um, and he also does it in reaction to, well, I shouldn't be home because I've done something terrible. Uh, it's very 
codependent in oh, a lot yeah. of ways. You pay me, and then you sit here to have refuge from your responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of gross. I actually oh, find 100%. that more detestable than Mo and Renee because Homer at least has a heart, he, and he, right. he and he has a conscience. That's what um, I mean. Yeah. That's like that was you know what my point was earlier as well, where I feel icky when Homer does despicable things, right? But not as much when Mo does because that's been his character and it makes sense, and I'm okay with it as long as it's funny. <laughs> like if, if you make it funny and it's also in character, then it's great. Right. Uh, this helps me lead into uh, the moment that I don't like in this episode. And not because it's not funny, but because it's Homer that does it. It's when he fucking bashes Mole Man on the head with a book. You don't like that? I don't like it because it's, Homer should not... <laughs> okay, I was thinking about this on the drive over, actually. Because I was like... I, I always really like that that joke. Because it's one of the classic screw the audience jokes, right? It's how to tunnel out of prison. This will be useful. Get! Bludgeons him. Bludgeons him and runs away. Funny on paper. <laughs> and on screen <laughs> no and i've always laughed at that joke but i was thinking about today and i'm like why does that feel like why has it always just felt a bit icky and it's because it's homer because i love those kind of jokes but homer and maybe you guys can correct me i don't recall homer being violent <laughs> to other humans just as just as unless son. unless just, he's just like in a fight with people you know like he's obviously he's got those kind strangling of strangling son when it's just a kind old man give, delivering books to him in his cell and he's like i will beat him on the head he could have just ran away the, the cell was open and moment can't chase him moment yeah, like not gonna be able to stop him <laughs> and he still chooses to but do they're it. doing it that, like I, and i see like the writers are doing cuz it's a funny screw the audience joke mm-hmm. akin to um, I know these wieners will give me the strength I need to <laughs> escape. Very funny. He's not he's not whipping the dog with the wieners and killing the dog, right? That would be gross. Greg, how do you feel about that joke? Because I'm all for it. I think it's great. Uh, thwacking Hans Mallman, striking him violently. I think it's a perfect joke. It's I great. think it's great. Leaving um, him just pool of blood, leaving growing. leaving him on the ground. <sighs> he probably died because the only thing that I say is no, that nice. he's not a man. He's Mole Man. It's fine. He's a kind old man. Greg. It's it's fine. It's Hans See, Mole Man. You're taking the air out of the humor. You're just like you understand that's an elderly man. He doesn't. You're right. But yeah. but but again, it's not it's not because he he's been he's been murdered uh-huh. and killed throughout the series and always very funny. Homer's <laughs> never done it. Homer's oh, never right. done it purposefully with malition. The only time, yeah, he's running he off, the run off the road just to like you know like oh no you don't that uh, trampoline is mine or whatever. Um, oh, no. now you've done it. Yeah. Uh, actually, I don't think that's the tramp. It's not the trampoline one. Probably but, uh, not. But anyway, like he's, he's like, he's, he's hurt Mole Man before and inadvertently killed him. He's <laughs> never literally bludgeoned him okay. with a book. So like, and in legal terms, you're talking about like malice aforethought. His goal was, I need to harm this person. Yes. And in order to escape. Him. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, malice aforethought is always icky. I, yeah. I understand that. But uh, honestly, it, it doesn't. When it's that character, <laughs> when it's that, when it's happening to that character, if it literally, if it's any other old character, I'm kind of on board with you. I'm 100 percent on board Burns. with you. Um, no, if it's Burns, Bur- it's okay to get hurt. Even if it's Burns, I think it's like, oh shit. Well, um, he didn't. Maybe he didn't try to. Maybe didn't, he didn't try to kill him. He just really, really hurt him. <laughs> uh, what am I, a doctor? And uh, just when it's Mole Man, it's just clearly the writers being like, this guy is gonna get hurt some way. It's it's a telegraph that it's like, by the way, this is going to be stupid. Literature for you, sir. Can you guys think of an episode prior to this where Homer's done something like this, though? I, I honestly was just trying to remember if... 
because like and, and if that's like another transition in jerk ass homer that that irks me is like him starting to be like violent to other humans for no reason because like oh it gets oh yeah it gets you know so much I mean? worse it yeah. gets so much worse. and and so like i i get what you're saying like yeah it's mole man like who gives a shit like he's he's always getting killed and hurt and stuff and it's funny in that sense but it just it's still like just has a twin it's a small twinge that's what all i'm saying it's sure. not it's not egregious it's not like a cartridge family kind of situation for me it's just like a twinge of like ooh they haven't really done that before where homer's just suddenly uh i'm gonna use violence to escape prison or you know something like that like he's always like doing things that are like uh maybe damaging to public property or like things like that but never like violence to other humans and i couldn't i i was trying to think i'm like they must have had him do it before but i couldn't think of any and so like he's it's been it's happened to him like bart hitting him with the chair he does great he strikes burns Mm -hmm. he pushes burns out of a moving vehicle yeah That's the one. That part's pretty good. Uh, that, but but that's Burns. Yeah. Uh, and he's he's not do- again. I don't think he's when he's shoving him out of the little uh, like golf cart or whatever it was. Um, it's not to harm him. It's just like all right, I'm done oh, playing your head. That's a that's a bad legal defense. No, I push him out not to harm him. You're right. It's though. not. I'm not. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not in court here. I'm I know not what you're saying though. I do what you're saying. <laughs> but he's playing his head like a bongo, and he's yeah. just like, all right, I'm done with you. Get off the cart. And yeah. it's like it's a slow moving thing. Um, and then he keeps going. Um, he punches Burns in the face, but that's from that's like that's what actually are, treated as like a dark moment. Oh yeah, he moment, takes off. Know? He thinks that he killed him. Yeah, yeah. He's so like, I, I I do think like Homer shouldn't be violent to other humans unless he's in a fight, in which case it works fine. I mean, like, in this season Tom and like stuff like that, he did throw a full case of beer at Flanders' head. Right, and you and remember you how I hated felt about that. that. Yeah. You hated that. <laughs> Fucking stupid. Uh, that's which, mean. Like, he's yeah, mean to Flanders in, in, like, mentally, not physically. Yeah. And that's fun. <laughs> it's funny when he's, he just breaks down his soul, not right. his body. Sure, yeah. Because the body can heal, but you see the emotions, those stay, those stay forever. Until you die. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Mental scarring is the that best is unbreakable. kind of scarring. Unbreakable. <laughs> <laughs> Will you excuse me? Excuse me. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I just I, I thought about that today because I was remembering this episode and thinking about that moment, and that that always stuck out to me as a kid as one of the funniest things in the show. And then just like now, it just maybe because I'm older, I just hate violence a lot more these days. But uh, I just yeah, I just I, I'm like ah oh, like it, they could have done something else. Like I don't know how to tunnel out of prison. Mole Man leaves, and he's like, this could be useful, and like. Use it to th- like throw, throw a window at, or at something. at the back of Mole Man's head. <laughs> Greg's, Greg's thinking is okay, but Mole Man doesn't Mole die. Man how do we, he needs how to do be we, injured somehow. How do we kill him? How do I'm we that, hurt Mole Man? I'm the guy in the writer's room who's like, it's like, but how do we kill him? <laughs> how do we kill him in this You're one? You're Matt Groening. You're Matt yeah. Groening. He's the one who's always like, I hate Mole Man. Please kill him. Yeah. And they do, but then bring him back. Uh <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. i i just those are some of my favorite kind of jokes is the screw you audience jokes sure, yeah. and um so I, I i still like this one like it's not again it's just like a small thing where i'm just like ooh, another like slow transition from homer becoming a bit more of a dick and like openly actively mean to people and i think when he where, doesn't need to be. where i land on it it's one of those special season nine ones that's like that is in the middle right, right. and it's the kind where i'm like I'm into this. It's more of an anomaly yeah. versus a a, a, a a pattern of behavior. A pat- yeah, yeah a, a normal character trait for him. It's so, the, so it works better. Yeah, and yeah. I agree overall. Yeah, it's the transitional period of season nine that 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 makes you that makes you weep for the future, <laughs> and um, 
and it's more like in in my case it's just like isn't this yeah. weird that this happens you're now? more like oh i'm glad it's i'm glad we're not in season 10 I'm yet i'm so glad we're and not for in me i'm like 10. oh we're so close to season yeah. 10 <laughs> alan is so tired <laughs> Oh, boy. Should we talk about insurance fraud? Yeah, let's do it. I love doing it. Oh, boy. Uh, well. <laughs> What's that? Oh, shit. We got him. This has been a sting operation. <laughs> it's been a sting for five and a half yeah, years, but we, we finally, finally got him. finally got him. Um, if you open that briefcase again, you'll find a warrant. Oh, for no. It's shredded. Uh, Still legally binding. <laughs> Unbreakable. Unshreddable. <laughs> Unshreddable. Un- Come with us, Mr. Wilson. Um, yeah, insurance fraud. What is a strange turn it took. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the Discover card thing was you know, funny enough, and you're like, yeah, I don't think Mo actually has enough money. Uh, and how his mind immediately snapped to, okay, step one, call in all tabs. Not happening. Mm-hmm. Step two, destroy the car. Like he he has no kind of like scruples or yeah, limits. Not like he went maybe from, I'll improve my business yeah. to make more profit. See, like, that would have been a, such a logical thing. Like, yeah. how do we improve business, Homer? You got to help me out or something like that. Yeah. How do I destroy my car because it's short term temporary gain? Because Mo is again a just a scumbag, <laughs> easiest way out, path of least resistance. Yeah, and uh, he thinks he's a genius. Get rich quick with this scheme. Uh, I know, I know. Get rich with this this scheme. Thousand, five thousand dollars American. American Five thousand American dollars, which is in, twenty five thousand in nineteen ninety eight. Which, which was according when to Homer, the Canadian dollar was at like what sixty cents? I I don't know. I think it was bottoming out around then. Nope. Probably. Yeah. When was the referendum? Which the the Quebec. last Quebecois yeah. referendum? Oh god, ninety six or something? Yeah, it would have been. Oh, no, I think it was earlier nineties. It was like 93. It was around the time the Habs won the, the cup. I don't think that was the last one. Though. No, I think there's another one like 96. Oh, but I just meant the, the 90s one, the one that was like most most people cared about. The Quebecois, like the, the, that, the, I think. It's like it, Quebec I, wants to separate from Canada. I think it was vote. 93, but I think there was another was one after 96, that. I thought. Oh, there was like a, oh, really? I think so. Maybe I just didn't care at that point. <laughs> I think a lot of people, st- it, it became a joke in the late 90s. Yeah, yeah. And but it I do think still I, is. Like, by I, feel, the way. I feel like the referendum like caused the dollar to sink, right? Huge. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, well, it's not going to be as worth as much if they separate. So. And I mean, it's an unstable like instability. Um, in capitalism sucks. It sucks. Oh, there it is. <laughs> we need to check that off on yeah. the bingo card. It's a and bummer, two, guys. Two bad communists. <laughs> um, hey, but hey, socialist. Hey, yeah. All right. Thank I ain't you. no commie. I yeah. know you're saying commie. communism is bad. It's just <laughs> and podcast ends there. All right, we've had enough of you, Ife. Um, <laughs> I'm no commie, Pinko. No. Five thousand. Hey, this guy's a commie. Traitor to our country. <laughs> uh, Five thousand American. Santa is not a communist. <laughs> It's my favorite Seinfeld uh, jokes. Uh, <laughs> five grand, though. Yeah. So yeah, I, we we talked about this as we were watching, but uh, as soon as you said that, yeah, it was a while ago, and yeah, it's in the states. But I was still like, that's not a lot that's of money to do money this whole scheme for. To be like eating lobsters yeah. every night, and, um, and then I, I do like that Homer calls it out. It's like, ah, you'll all your money problems will be solved for a couple of months. He's like, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. Like, because he still has the general income of the bar, whatever that might be. 
And so, if he's spending the way he's been spending with Renee, though, I imagine like it's gonna that five thousand is gonna be gone even quicker. Well, I imagine he'll pay off his credit card with that, so he'll be back to uh, his. Right, it's his not play, a credit his players card. Club card. His players, his club, players card. club card. Can you um? Do you know what is that? Is okay <laughs> now. If I'm <laughs> if, if I'm if I'm correct, the players club is like diners can, club. Well, you can kind of validate it in like casinos and stuff. Yeah, that's like it's what a, I it's a too. Vegasy thing. Like in like the eighties and nineties and seventies. Was it a real thing? I think it's it's legitimate. Like holy shit, players you need club. to look this up. <laughs> like your collateral is like your earnings with gambling. Someone's mm. gonna send in a correction or a mission, but it's it's not a legitimate credit card. No, it's like, something you the use. Jo- the joke in is Vegas. that yeah. yeah, this is like Mo doesn't have a credit card. Mm-hmm. He has a players club card. Right. And also the you know the next part of the joke is the major D be being very impressed by it. Sabu, which in yeah in real life, <laughs> <laughs> in real life. Uh, no You'd one be would like, be impressed. Uh, why don't you get your fly by night Vegas strip club credit card out of my establishment? It's like sir. for for us, Greg, it'd be like if he was like, "Can I use my Canadian Tire money?" Yep. Yeah. And he was like, and and the the diner was the the maitre d's like Canadian Tire money. Yes, mm-hmm. sir. <laughs> like that's the joke, right? Is that it's not actually impressive. Uh, it's it's for degenerates. Yeah, Las Vegas jaunt dot com, <laughs> Las Vegas players card programs. <laughs> He's earned a lot of points. Yeah. <laughs> Everything about the Las Vegas Players Club cards. You know what's that? That just made me think. That's a missed opportunity in the uh, Springfield episode uh, with Dollar Sign. Uh, how come we didn't see Mo at the casino? He'd be a fucking degenerate gambler. Kicked out. <laughs> He's immediately kicked yeah. out. <laughs> I feel like his uh, his vice would be more sports gambling. Yeah, that's fair. Well, and he and he was a he was a bookie for Homer. Yeah, in, in several episodes. They took so. his floor. Remember. It's my floor. I walk on the pipes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I feel like I almost feel like gambling in a casino is too legit for both. Yeah, because yeah, they're gonna take his thumbs. Like yeah. if he's not gambling at an establishment. Right, he's, he's money. doing yeah. it underground. Yeah, yeah. okay, okay. I still uh, all right. On delay. On delay. On delay. But you're absolutely right. <laughs> it would have been it would have been fun to see him uh, uh, like a little passing moment of the degenerate gambler. Mode. Well, even if like I'm not, I'm not saying like he should be at the slot machines just just chilling. Like I'm saying like what do you have think a have be... a back room like poker game with him or some shit. You yeah, know? what do you, like, what do you th- he's done at his bar? What, what do you think would be his uh, his his casino game of choice? Cockfighting or Russian roulette? But I mean like a legitimate. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Because he does Wait, do the Russian, legitimate? he does have Russian roulette in the back of his bar. Yeah, he does, yeah. Uh, which I think we see. He plays in, poker with, uh, with the boys. Simpson Tide, which is one of my favorite jokes of the entire series. Man, I don't know that episode at all. I'm excited he goes to watch into it. the back of the bar, and it's the scene from the Deer, deer Hunter. Hunter. Yeah, no, yeah. like I remember the scene, but I didn't remember it was in that episode because I just I never watched that episode. Sure, like, he sounds like craps guy to me. He does seem like a craps guy. Or like those the Tella horse racing where you watch all those little horses. Like the Sting. <laughs> yeah. Two. He's a craps man. Two. I don't know if I'd see him at craps. But what about um, Baccarat? <laughs> hmm? Like uh, like Bond plays and yeah. Dr. No? Yeah, exactly. The ver- that that game that we all know. You're supposed to take those out of the You're deck. You're supposed to take those out of the deck. It was Homer's fault. What a pity, Mr. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't lose. I, I never lose. lose. <laughs> <laughs> it's a deleted scene, right? It is, yep. Yeah, it's it's a in good the scene. 138th episode spectacular. I like that scene. Yep. No. Uh, mo, 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 mo. Yeah, he's... So, uh, he, so he gets Homer to steal his car. Yeah. Sure does. Put it on the tracks. Didn't even have to twist his arm, though. <laughs> Homer's really. pretty good about it, yeah. Um, well, he's like, always what? in for an adventure. That's true. Yeah. 
I, that's not out of Homer's character. I think he's pretty much in character for acting for for when he when he when he gets into it with Mo, he'll do pretty mm-hmm. much anything Mo asks. Like it's Mo's idea that he becomes a boxer, right? In the first place, yeah. Like that's I think he's fairly in character for the majority of this episode, save for the um, Hans Mole man bludgeoning. You know, I think that. Oh they, yeah, no, I that, I wholly agree. I think yeah. they may have even compensated for the bludgeoning of Mole Man by making him extra nice. Because in my mind, if someone, you know, kind of spelled out the scene of, uh, Renee, my treasure, <laughs> it would be Homer that would laugh at him. Like, look at this. Right. What, a, what a pussy or whatever I love saying. that it's Barney. It's Barney. Barney. the funniest line. Homer's- a classic line Homer always says, what a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of something Homer would say. It's yeah. a catchphrase. It's been on yeah. T-shirts for years. <laughs> Uh, but it's Barney. It's Barney that does the obnoxious yeah. laugh. Where I, in my mind, it Homer would be Homer. Homer hates better cucks. Um, oh, <laughs> Is that a fish? <laughs> yes, Greg. Get it's it? a fish. Do you get it? Uh, I think I'm funny. <laughs> yeah, but it's 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 Barney. Homer's uh, just a lovable tag along with this. Yeah. The uh, only other part is like when he the water heater is about to blow and he shoves his children out of the way. And <laughs> yeah, that's right. Like that whole part. I love that he takes Again, a like, welding mask <laughs> and a monkey wrench to it to beat it. And just hits it. <laughs> it's like it's like a step above the uh, probably one of the the jokes I hate the least in like early golden age when he's trying to fix the camera and he's got the drill and the hammer. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I love careful, it so much. Careful. Hmm. I'm gonna need a bigger drill. I'm like. That's too far for me for like stupidity, you know? Like there's no way this human has got to this point in his life and didn't realize that's not how you would fix a camera. And yet they And then the water heater thing, same thing. Yeah, where it's just like, oh I know, if I beat it with this fucking crescent wrench, that'll fix it. It's interesting that that's a joke that you're not a fan of, but it's a joke that they use so much. I think it I mean it is and it isn't. It's like the 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 concept is there with a lot of his jokes. It's just it's 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 when you get out of the the realm of believability that it becomes less funny to me. Yeah. You know? It's believable that Homer would think uh I can't think of a good example off the top of my head but like something would work and and it doesn't when he's trying to fix something or even when he's like it's shown that he's not very good at like building things he's got his spice rack like <laughs> like that's really funny cuz that's something yes. someone would do someone of like him would do or like collapse oh, yeah, this is a great this is a great little spice rack i built and it's like that's a fucking piece of shit but it's one thing to build something shitty and another to try and fix something by beating it <laughs> but <laughs> by destroying it and then when he actually has to destroy something like the car he's right. completely incompetent well cuz he he's got to hail to the chimp right that's what happens when you don't uh, go to the chimp. I really something I never really noticed until this time is uh, the first scene that shows of that movie, where it's like, uh, Mr. President, your uh, your welfare reformer is a bunch of partisan drivel and clap <laughs> and something rhetoric. Because um. <laughs> at, thir- at first I thought it was going to be like, oh, like you're this thing you typed up is just gibberish or something, right? It was just feces and yeah, yeah. claw marks. Because it's, yeah. it's a fucking chimp. But then it's like, no, no, he he wrote up a full thing. The chimp it's just, wrote it's that, just, yeah. yeah. it's just like, it's just part of bipartisan rhetoric it's, or whatever. It's, uh, it's jargon and partisan rhetoric. Yeah. I'm surprised you're able to communicate English effectively, yeah, Mr. It's President. Great. It's a great tiny little joke that's just in there because then he immediately jumps on him and starts beating him, <laughs> Get off which is what Mr. a chimp President. would do. Yeah. Yeah. He's a guy still respectful. He's just being <laughs> just mauled. No, Mr. President. Do you guys remember how how many movies had chimps in them? Dunstan checks in was the first thing <laughs> that came to my mind seeing that. 
Dunson which is checks the one in. with Eastwood? You got Monkey Trouble. You got Any Which Way But Loose. Any Which and, w- and any uh, any which way that you can. Or I can't, there's, a there's two of them. Yeah. yeah. With a orangutan, yeah. and then uh, there's uh, Ed. I remember Ed with uh, Joey from Friends. Mighty Joe Young. Mighty Joe Young. You got Tarzan. Mm-hmm. Um, you got uh, Congo. Those are mostly mean apes, yeah, but there's mean, a nice one. Yeah, mean mean apes. Um, man, they just they loved having monkeys and yeah. and apes in uh, movies. They did they in did. the nineties. Dogs. Well, George of the Jungle. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a couple of those. That one has Leslie Mann and uh, Thomas Hayden Church. Did you know that? No, they're the, like the two. Like Ursula is played by Leslie Mann. I don't Thomas Hayden Church plays the bad guy. Oh, good. Brendan Fraser, of course. George, looking jungle. looking fucking sexy as hell. Oh yeah, yeah. Poor guy. What What are you talking about? <laughs> I, Rest in peace. <laughs> he went through some tough times. Oh and boy, did like, he? Yeah. He's, he's uh, actually, I think there's there was supposed to be a new movie with him this year. Um, I hope so. He tries. Yeah, because he hasn't done stuff for a long time because he was very depressed and uh, gained a lot of weight and his wife made took, fun of him a lot. His wife took everything. Yeah. Oh bummer. Everything. Yeah. I mean, I saw him in uh, season three of The Affair because I oh, sure. hate myself and I watched that show. <laughs> and uh, I saw him in Doom Patrol. What's that? He's the he's the voice of Robot Man. I don't, this is all. What the hell is all this? Uh, I I the wouldn't Doom Patrol. I I wouldn't expect either of you to know what it is. It's on uh, the DC Universe streaming oh, service. You know the wait. thing that lasted for six months wait. and now it's leaving. DC Universe has its own streaming service, and that's why it's done. Um, <laughs> it had it had its it's gone now. Don't worry about it. It it came and went. That's the stupidest thing I've ever. Oh, heard. believe me, I know. <laughs> Um, but you had it? I no, I didn't. It was um, this is one of the reasons why it's gone is because they just were like, yeah, it's a DC Universe exclusive unless you have Crave. And oh, gotcha, um, gotcha. also Titans, uh, DC's Titans is a DC Universe exclusive, but it's actually on Netflix. Uh, they just sold all of their stuff Man, to other streaming. Services. They really went all out with like TV shows, eh? DC? Yeah. Well, yeah. Why not? There's like Legends of Tomorrow. There's the Flash. There's Still the Green is. Arrow. Green Arrow um, just finished. Sure, that's but the I only just mean one in that, general. That's the only like one that finished airing. though. Like, like that show went on for eight, Didn't nine they have a seasons. Birds of Prey one. The b- Birds that of Prey. That was a show. That was yeah. a that was oh, a, show a show way back when. Oh, I thought they had a recent um, one too. They that show lasted six episodes. Gotham. Gotham lasted for so long. Smallville counts, isn't it? Smallville counts. Yeah, that lasted for ten seasons. Um, but like I, I'm, I'm more speaking of like the stuff now. Yeah, the like, Arrowverse like is what yeah, it was, yeah. and the stuff that's based around that is like uh, Arrow, Flash, uh, Supergirl, uh, Legends of Tomorrow, right. Black Lightning, right. and um, so many. I man, seen man, man boy, uh, man bear pig, um, man, man boy, boy man, man, man boy, boy man, uh, <laughs> Star Girl, Radiation Dude, <laughs> and Fallout Boy. Up and let's go, Clobber Girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stretch dude and Klobberger and Xena. Yeah, uh, weird. DC, you're weird. Yeah, <laughs> quit being weird. Is there anything else we want to say about this episode? Well, we need to Probably. talk about the the heist. Well, okay, let's talk about the heist. Let's talk about stealing, stealing, stealing a car for Mo. Um, it's not my favorite today. joke of the episode, but it's one of the best jokes of the episode. Is when he throws Snake out of the car and realizes what he did, like. But you know what I thought about later. this time is like, yeah, what are you doing? Like he was going to steal the car and you didn't need to do it, but he wasn't going to wreck the car. That That's was their true. whole plan. That's true. Steal the car and get it destroyed so he gets the insurance it. money. Yeah. So if he just let Snake do it, 
He would have just driven it off to Texas or something. He, pro- he would have gotten the insurance money anyway. He would have gotten it anyway, yeah. But here's one of the things, though. Yeah, That's wait. another one of the... <laughs> there, this Why is, do they need to destroy it? <laughs> this, there, uh, they overwrote that one as well. Yeah. Because if Homer just sees him and throws him out and then drives away... That's but he, funny. but he That's has funny. to go he like, yeah. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Yeah, I agree. D- too much. Yeah, too too much. Yeah, it's 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 funny just on its own if Homer doesn't even realize it, or mm-hmm. you know, he's still, the audience he's, realizes. Yeah, yeah. If it just cuts to stealing, stealing, <laughs> stealing your car for oh, that's funnier. Yeah, yes. you're right. That's funnier. Uh, there's the policeman's ball that's on that ship. Uh, yeah. So what's going on? The, he, they said all the policemen are going to be on this ship. Yeah, what happens with with crime? Oh, it skyrockets. That's what happens. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance? Uh yeah. Yeah, that's what happens. Uh, okay. <laughs> when you when you give the police something to something to chase, they'll all chase it. That way you can rob Fort Knox. It's also the Dark Knight Rises. Yep. What? All the police go in underground. They go Oh right, under- yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they go they, underground. They, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then sorry. he seals them down there. Sorry, I thought you like you, just watched this movie. I, How do I know I'm, it better? I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was like I was like, he's talking about just the Dark Knight. <laughs> of course. This fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, oh, rises, of course, of yeah. course, yes, because they must rise from the uh, from the underground. I'm just saying, no, whoever the commissioner was at that time was it Gordon? <laughs> was he still commissioner? Was he in a coma or some shit? Uh, one of those, no, hot, one of those hotheads. He's, he's out. He's uh, he's a, he's up by that point. When they get sent in in the underground, I think so. Anyway, and then, then they got he's that, an idiot. Whoever the commissioner that, yeah. is, like, don't send every single policeman underground. You they need things. Moron. They need food and water. They need some girls in here. <laughs> All those things. God, what a good movie. <laughs> Careful what you wish for. Um, Catwoman. That's what you wish for. Okay. (laughs) It's Uh, me. Hello. Catwoman. See, that's an example of overwriting. Yes. (laughs) 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 So Homer drives the car to the tracks. He misses it because he's hailing to the chimp. Then tries to take it all over the cliff. Like, he's like, I I have time to go watch this movie. And then fucking falls asleep. I love how angry Alan's getting at Comers and Commons. As if that's not what the entire show's about. No, I mean, he's he's always incompetent, but I can still be mad about it. Absolutely. (laughs) It's in character. It frustrates me. It's different than being mad about the writing and mad about the character. That's that's what you need to understand. Sometimes Mm. I'm mad about about the writing, the character, (laughs) mad about you. you Mad about you. Helen Hunt. Um... It all comes full circle. Anyway, I just yeah. Sometimes I'm like, don't write the characters this way. You're doing bad writing. This is bad writing, and that's why I'm mad. Sometimes I'm just like, Homer, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> um, He's bad at schemes. He is bad at schemes. When he Even jumps out, good. Like the plan is fine. The plan is solid if they stick to the plan. But Mo doesn't deserve a successful plan. No, he he's doesn't. doing insurance fraud. Um, but I mean, like, shouldn't we all be doing insurance fraud, Ife? Don't bring me into this <laughs> at all, please. Uh, we need you on record by just speaking to the mic and say we all yes. should be doing just insurance say, fraud. Just say yes. Just say, say I love insurance fraud. Go ahead. No matter what I say, <laughs> you guys will misconstrue it. I don't need. I don't need that heat on me. Whatever. You have my soundbite now. Mm-hmm. You can go fucking make more incriminating, more astrokes. dot wave files. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> That's so specific. <laughs> like the idea of like i clearly made this on a microsoft machine <laughs> yeah. uh, like your honor i have several dot wave files i'd like to present to the court it's sorry like, all right so sorry is they're not compatible on this uh what are you what are you using linux here in court 
I, just, uh, I hope the evidence is going to be .exe so it can destroy <laughs> oh. uh, every machine and I can get off scot-free. <laughs> it's just a virus. It's just a virus. Like oh. a parts numb. Anyway, so uh, he jumps out of the car and then it just slides, slides right back right in. Back That's in. so funny. I, I, I love that. I remember watching this episode because my, my parents were like, we're okay with you watching The Simpsons, but they very rarely watched it with me. Yeah. There's two Simpsons jokes that would have ever been made that I've seen my parents like laugh, laugh like I've never seen them before. Uh, one is where Jimbo is auditioning for the band and he has a tambourine and he hits it. My mom couldn't breathe. And the second when she saw that, the second one is this. My dad saw that and was just like, that's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. That's him right. having getting shot back in the car. So I have to give that joke a, uh, a you know, a, a lock. Yeah, that's that's Ife's joke of the, of the Abiola, joke of the Abiola family. So uh, it's very funny. I love that joke. I yeah, I always found it very funny as a kid, and I still do. Mm. But uh, yeah, so oftentimes we, the ones I find funny as a kid, I don't find funny these days. So yeah. it's nice when they transition over. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, it <laughs> fails. Candles <laughs> breath forever. No, and if you can, God help us all. Goes to jail. After it fails, because that's where you go when you commit insurance fraud. Although, I think those insurance companies should go to jail, if you know what I mean. Um, I don't know what I mean. Please, it's a form of gambling. It is. Um, We shouldn't be required to do it. Anyway, uh, (laughs) it's a scam on a global level. Insurance is is garbage. Um, uh, Yeah, why, why is he, like... I don't. I don't know too much about the judicial system. And why would you? <laughs> why, especially in the U.S. But like, wouldn't he just be like? I I don't see what he's not a flight risk, right? Uh, he'd be held. He doesn't Homer, have money for bail. Homer yeah. beat up a president, and you're asking if he's a flight risk? <laughs> like, how is he even in that's a local not, jail? That's not a flight risk. That's a that's a danger. That's a danger to society. That's different. That's all I'm saying. I agree. Maybe in that case, yes, he should be kept. Beat up because he might beat Bush. up president. Flight uh, risk is different. Flight risk former. means he's going to flee See, the country. Here's the thing. But he had, Alan, Homer's he criminal needs, record is extensive. But he sorry, needs Rick. to be kept in jail because if he's not, then he doesn't bludgeon Hans Mole Man, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then he doesn't have that that little bit, and then he doesn't ride down the hill on his little uh, book cart saying "Must Kill Mo." Wee. Uh, and we don't get that as a. We don't really get gift. a resolution to to any of that either. No, nope. like he he fled jail. Yep. He injured, possibly murdered a man. Yeah. Um. And then the bar is burning down. Yep. Cut to him just at home, and now that's Mo's. Yeah, like, like there's. Yeah, uh, you're right. There's a lot of people who should be in jail. Mo should be in jail. Homer should be in jail. Hans Mo might be an accessory for all we know. Still like, be in jail. You actually, yeah, that's actually a very good point, to be honest. Um, uh, are you saying you don't like the ending of this episode? I don't like it. The ending no, is bad. the ending is the, we- a, is the weakest part. Shocker! Like yeah. it's a shocker. It's season nine, and yeah. it's a bad ending. The also, ending is, like, shocker. You know where they should end it is uh, okay, because <laughs> I like the the Mo and Renee talking and him being like, uh, okay, here's what I'll do. Oh, I'll yeah. write a letter clearing Homer's name. Uh-huh. Yeah. Then I'll go and dig up two corpses. Okay. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> and then he keeps going. He does his little thing. I don't think he should start pouring the brandy on the bar. I think that makes no sense. Like that's just fucking like so. Like no one fucking does that. <laughs> this is how I will burn down the bar. Watch, you know. Like it's it, he's still going through the plant, and she's like, "Can I have my keys?" Like, yeah, of course. She leaves, and then he's and then he's like, "Where are you going? Are you going to buy, get, dig up some corpses?" <laughs> 
which is very funny. <laughs> Wait, no reply from her? Just, no. so I'm, just I'm just laughing. Sorry, I'm okay. just laughing. Uh, like, that's a great ending. Where are you going, baby? You going to dig up some corpses? And, yes, I'm going to dig up some corpses. He's like, all right, good luck. And then like he and he thinks she's still like with him. And then uh, you know he continues his scheme in some way. And then maybe the cops arrive. I don't know. Something something needs to happen. I don't think the the ending when Homer arrives and like they have their fight uh, works. Uh, the bit with Barney uh, also doesn't work. Overwritten as well. Also overwritten because they gave away the punchline yeah. right before the joke where he goes. It he goes Mo, uh, Mo Homer the booze. Yeah, it should just be Mo, it's Mo Homer, Homer and him coming you. out with two shadowy figures that are kegs. Then the second time. They yeah. gave away their own joke. It's very irresponsible. I hated that. Because yeah. that should have been a classic. A oh, classic yeah. It'd be joke. so good if you're like, oh, yeah, he's saving them. And then he walks out with two kegs. And you're like, God damn it, Barney. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then he goes and back then, in and saves them. And has two, 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 two. <laughs> Very good. Uh, very, very good. Oh, uh, man. He didn't even get to go to the freak state. He didn't get to go to Hawaii or anything like that. Um, it's Bar Burns. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like, I, I almost feel like there should be some kind of reconciliation with Mo and Homer, but the way they do it, it just doesn't work for me. There's time in the episode for them to wrap up loose ends without, but instead they do the bar burning down. Yeah. Uh, they use their, they, they use their limited time rather than uh, wrap up the story that they're telling. They use it to have this uh, bar set piece Yeah, and it's clumsy. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, it makes sense that we need to see Renee leave Mo. That makes sense. Yep. Um, she, it's. I think that's the best scene of the episode <laughs> when yeah. she when he's ex- dis- describing his despicable plan. Yeah. <laughs> yep, it's very good. It's very funny. Yeah. Um, I do think the again, like not necessarily overwritten, but just like a weird where he's like, "You want me to come with?" Ah, uh, she's not coming back. Like it's such a weird mm-hmm. switch where he's like still oblivious and then suddenly realizes that she's not coming back. Like that's a weird little little turn he does. Right. Um, I think it makes way more sense if he just always thinks that. She's on his side, and she's like, she'll be back. I, I would love it if he still has that stupid smile on his face. Like, you're going to get corpses? Hey, I'm going to get corpses. Homer and Mo have the fight, right? Uh-huh. Uh, and then Mo goes, do you think Renee is coming back to someone? And someone's like, no. <laughs> and then it ends. Yeah. No, you idiot. That's funny. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's, that's funny. That's yeah, the but... kind of ending he deserves. Mm-hmm. And then like, well, I guess it's prison again for me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like some kind of button. Some Tim, Allen, Tim, Tim Allen-esque. This whole, this whole insurance fraud needs like. The, he needs to go to jail. Someone needs to go to jail and yeah. it's not Homer. I mean, he's an accessory. But anyway. Mo should be in jail at the end of the Mo episode. Mo should be in jail at the end of the episode. <clears throat> uh, we all agree. Instead, he gets his bar at the Simpsons house. Which is just bad. And then, Marge, and then Marge is still going along with Homer it. Homer plays darts with his wife's face right in front of the dartboard, and she has to duck. Yep. He's oblivious. He's very fucking, reminiscent of the Cartridge family. Yeah. He's a fucking idiot. I hate him. Uh, but this is a good episode. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, before we get into the closing parts of it, yeah. how do you feel about Mo, just in general? Me? Right? Yes, you. <laughs> I've been putting this off the whole episode. I haven't been... I, haven't I know. You've been oddly silent about Mo. I hate him. I hate Mo. I can't stand Mo. Most of the time, I don't think he's funny. At Uh, all. Like, no comedic value. I think he's quite funny in this episode. Okay, there we go. uh, Because, well, they really just lean into, you're not supposed to like him. Okay. Uh, However, in so many other of the Golden Age episodes, I'm just like, I fucking hate this guy. Um, and I don't think he's funny, and I just think he sours a lot of scenes for me. Uh, Do you have have some examples of, uh, of... 
Golden Age Mo moments that you don't think are funny? Mo moments. Mo moments? Um, mo, mo, mo moments. <laughs> yeah, okay. So in um, pretty much, I don't, I, um, we, I think we came down on this in uh, The Homer They Fall. Yeah. Can't stand him. Oh, yeah, he's bad in that episode. In that episode. I, just, I don't think he's funny and yeah. his character's poorly written. I really can't handle him. When he's used as like uh, on the on the prank phone calls, I think those are pretty funny. Um, when he's used sparingly, yeah. Like, 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 are there any uh, any debilitating injuries I should know about? <laughs> um, that's the kind of stuff where I'm like, that's funny. But if I have to watch an episode of this guy, I'll puke. Sure. Yeah, I think that I think I mostly feel the same way. Uh, this is the one where it works, but. Otherwise, other episodes, I'm like, I want to see like shady backroom dealings. Those are really funny. Yeah. And I want to see uh, him get like poor things happen to him. Yeah, I want him to lose. I want him to suffer. I don't want him to get his bar back in the end oh, of this but, episode. But Greg, 64 grand in the hole. <laughs> I'm going to take my thumbs. Like, yeah, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> that, that, that part's awesome. You just don't like seeing him happy. I don't. And I don't blame you. He shouldn't be happy. He should never be happy. Oh, uh, I didn't touch her. I swear. I swear <laughs> I didn't touch her. Mo, uh, what are you doing What here? was it? Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, that. Oh, I hate him. I hate him in that moment. I cannot stand him in that. Clean house. No silverfish. No, no silverfish. Um, what's the What's the other one? Oh, um, Miracle like, Miracle on Evergreen Terrace. I don't think he's... Like he has very little to do, but I, it sucks. Yeah, even he's though he's even though he saved those children, you still hate him. Maybe when with he children. goes out to the ocean with Shamu, uh, <laughs> he goes and saves the kids from the island. Oh, that's oh, when you he mean does from it. Bus. From yeah. Das, got Bus. Yeah, I think that's one of his better moments in the episode <laughs> Das Bus. Mm -hmm. He's just—it's <laughs> literally not seen. Yeah, he's not, not seen, explained. not seen nor heard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how Greg likes it. Yep. Just molus, <laughs> just mentioned. <laughs> I yeah, let's I say mo. I still don't like him, and he just gets worse from here. Because this is uh, the only Mo protagonist episode that I think he's funny and not gross. You look pretty clean. <laughs> like, like he's gross, but mm. it's funny. Hi there. Don't scream. Yeah. <laughs> See, I've tried both of, of those approaches with women, and I don't. I'm still single. I don't understand it. Yeah. Why isn't it working? Why not? <laughs> Why doesn't the Sislak method work? That's <laughs> right. I'm a dating coach. Why, where's my Renee? My should treasure? we uh, should treasure. we have it over to the reference desk? <laughs> what does he say? He's like, no, shut, up, Rebus, shut up, Rebus, 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 down your throat. Oh, yeah. oh no, 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 no. That's not not for her. Actually, read it. Well, back. Let, let, let me hear it. <laughs> nah, take it out. Take it out. He thought it might work. Because you know the person great... reading it back didn't say it with his inflection, so yeah. it's just, uh, "Dear Renee, my treasure, yeah. shut, uh, up, shut, shut up, or I'll ram a stool down, down your throat." throat. Nah, take nah, it out. Take it out. <laughs> 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 oh right. boy! Uh, reference desk. Yeah, please. It's very quick. The title is a reference to Double Indemnity. Good uh, movie. Did you ever see that movie? Yep. Did you see that? You I haven't seen it yet. Uh, it's pretty good. It's about insurance fraud and shit. So that's why. The Brick House by the Commodores plays at the disco. She's a brick. And then I'm a Believer by the wow. Monkees plays when they do their little date montage. Well, the audio plays. They didn't play their own instruments. So. All right. <laughs> That's not true. Or sing their it's own song. It's not even his real hat. No! Um, <laughs> 
And then uh, the final song is One Bourbon, One Scotch, One Beer by Amos Milburn. There's like no reference in this episode except for songs. By Amos Milburn? Yeah. I thought it was George George Thurgood and his He does a cover. He, that's a, a lot cover? Of, a lot of people have done covers of it, yeah. Really? Yeah, I believe the one they play in the episode is is Amos Milburn. What wow. about uh, Free Willy and Shamu? Oh, yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah, I guess, yeah. Those, yeah. Are, some, those are... Those Shamu is a uh, real-life, treated poorly mm-hmm. whale. Hey, Shamu. Will- How about you give me a ride <laughs> Free Willy is a fictional, is a treated, fictional poorly treated poorly whale. Well. Yeah. <laughs> Disobedient. Oh, no. Disobedient whale. Disobedient whale. Free Willy the Crushed disobedient boy. whale. What a mess. I don't like this director's cut. <laughs> uh... You guys want to do your favorite jokes? Yeah. I'll go first. I love check out that park job in 7A. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of my faves, too. Ooh, it's sweet. And, it's like, and it's like, hey, Lou, check that out. Yeah. It's Lou's reaction. That's sweet. That does it for me. Yeah, I just it is. love yeah. how he's just, ooh. That's sweet. <laughs> so either he's like he's so drunk already, drunk, or maybe he's just really into that. Like tell that to well, Lou. Lou loves I, that. I, yeah. I like, like I just I like the the idea in comedy where something like that, like mm-hmm. this 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 setup of like why the hell would anyone give a shit about a park job? You know, like that's that's the setup is yeah. like is like oh check check out that park job, and then everyone being on board. Yeah. And and having the one two punch of because it, it could be funny just with Chief Wiggum being like, hey, that is a good park job, nice work, you know, that's funny. Yeah. But having the next the the better joke uh, of hey Lou, check out that park job, and him also being like, oh, that's sweet. Like it's so great. It's it such is. a great uh, idea in comedies to have people like just you know be positive <laughs> and sincere. That's one of the things that I've um, that that I think. Uh, 21st century comedy uh not 21st but aughts sure 2000s comedy i think really fucks up with yeah is they and we're gonna find this in the simpsons when they get into the 2000s when they lean so far into the cynicism it becomes it becomes shit you know like everybody thinks they're south park and south park is south park because they can do it and do it well uh the simpsons mostly <laughs> and the simpsons can't they 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 can't do that cyn- cynical humor very well um and if it's it's and, when it's when it's, the cynicism is directed towards individuals is when it's it doesn't work well cynicism directed towards institutions is what simpsons does really well yes right when it's like hey look at burns look at wiggum look at uh skinner they're the enemy because they're part of the institution yeah that's what's funny is like let's take down the big boys when it's like uh you know even like homer you're a piece of shit like that's not a joke but you know if that was something they tried to do like that's less funny because like he's just a he's just a poor hapless middle-aged uh middle-class family man you know yeah. like like don't like leave him alone leave him alone <laughs> he's trying his best it's also why it's not you know as funny when he becomes an asshole because then i'm like yeah bring he, him down a notch <laughs> and he's cynical about everything and it's a bummer uh ife what's your favorite joke um <coughs> couple like this i find this episode wildly hilarious (laughs) wildly um one would be just the way it shows moe's anger so when they are at the gilded truffle and renee is just being like yeah this is an amazing man he's nice he bought up all the seats in the theater and then he starts off taking the compliment and then he can't control himself (laughs) 
from being Mo. So he goes like, yeah, you know, everyone's always laughing and clapping, shooting their mouths off. Makes you want to start poking eyes out and slashing guts and kicking throats. <laughs> and he just starts shaking. He's shaking with it anger and she has to calm him down. It makes you want to start slashing guts and kicking throats. <laughs> And then Renee immediately is just like, oh, calm, calm down, right, Mama. Right. Yeah, sorry. But, you know, it's just so lovely being yeah. here. Yeah. That's, I love that's that his way too. of expressing love. Yeah, it's bad. I didn't buy up all these seats because I loved you. I bought it because I didn't want to start gouging eyes, slashing guts, and kicking throats. It's what I really love about the Uncle Mo's family feed bag. Uh, yes, very, very much as well, so, yeah. Is that he's, he, like, putting on this effort to be, like, a good, like... Uncle Bo, here I am. And then, like, so the moment where, like, his eye is twitching and the alarm's going, I'm like, yeah, that's Mo. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he, he wants him. to start kicking throats. Mm-hmm. And slashing guts. And poking Gou- eyeballs. Gouging eyes. Gouging eyes. Uh, what is it, sweetheart? Like, he wants to murder that little child. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> your teeth hurt, huh? That's too freaking bad. Tell you where you can put your freaking sodi too. <gasps> Up your freaking ass. No. My freaking ears. Um. Yeah. Great. Did you have uh, others? I I did have a, another honorable mention. Yeah, go for it. Uh, that is the you know the part of you that's showing. <laughs> Said completely straight faced. Yeah. And then you could have a weird scar or a fake ass, and you wonder, Mo, what type of life have you lived? Have you encountered that before? And how <laughs> common? And how and how common is it that you've encountered it? And that's your first instinct. That's why. Yeah. yeah. You're, you've been burned too many times so, before by fake seen asses. So many fake asses in this time. <laughs> You know, you see, it's, it's always this one fake ass that you remember that just sends you over the cliff, and you're just like, never again. That'll uh, there be will not, there will be no more fake asses. If we ever, if we're ever back at Dickens playing Simpsons trivia, that should be your next uh, drawing. Fake asses, fake asses. <laughs> it's just like a flat ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it has like a price tag on it or something. Yeah. Or I guess it would be would it be like a really enlarged, gigantic ass? Yeah. You know, okay. Because like like I've fake boobs. Usually much larger. Because one of the sketches I've done is reasonable asses. Sure. So I'm assuming if it's a fake ass, it would be incredibly robust. For those that don't know, whenever we play, would play Simpsons Trivia, Ife would always sketch on our trivia sheet the Gigantic Asses uh, magazine cover, which is his favorite. He also has a shirt. Um, and But he'd change it every so often so like to puns or different things. And like so. celestial masses. Celestial masses. Pedantic classes. Big star. Big star. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a lot of fun. We have fun. Hope to be back sometime soon. Uh, my favorite joke is actually probably that one as well. Fake asses or fake ass. Uh, like you said, it is overwritten, but just that choice of words <laughs> is so mwah. <laughs> like I never would have expected anyone to come up with that as the thing he's worried about her having. The most. You know? like Weird scars make sense, right? And so that's like the buildup to the joke is the part of you that's showing, all right, like you're already being a skis ball, but then you could have a bunch of weird scars. Like, okay, fair enough, reasonable, or a fake ass. What? <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> you fucking weirdo. Um, but also the park job is also up there for me. Um, I got, uh, I got corpse, a quick... Corpses at the end as well is oh, very funny too. So funny. Yeah. I, I got a quick honorable mention, mm-hmm. and it's... Um, Bring us the fanciest, the most expensive uh, item on the menu stuffed with the second uh, ex- most expensive. Excellent, sir. Lobsters stuffed with tacos. And then you see the the finished. And they put a little, little, sombrero, little, sombrero, little sombrero on it. It's so just, good. it's great. It's a great one, two, three. And that's your, that's your next uh, BBBQ. 
I'll do Mission. something is for you guys. stuff with tacos. I'll put it in the briefcase next time. It's going to be oh, a mess no. in there. It's all, it's all <laughs> just, over the place. Oh, my God. Just live lobsters. <laughs> and he's got Here the butter. Go. He's got the butter in it already. It's just soaked. <laughs> just a soaking wet briefcase with melted butter lobsters. <laughs> I'll do something fun for you guys next time. Nonviolent, maybe. <laughs> Why do you have to oh, my God. I didn't think it was going to be violent until you said it. Um, okay, well, that about does it nah. for us. No? MVP. Oh, shit. Forget your own show? I did forget my own show for a second there. Um, this is the first and last time this is going to happen. My MVP is Mo. Yeah, me too. Mine is Renee. Very nice. They, they the treasure? They, <laughs> Renee, my treasure. Uh, they need her. Uh, her reactions are priceless. Like, uh, calm down, Momo, when he's talking about murdering people. Yeah. And even, uh, oh, my, like, where she's like, where you start getting corpses? Yeah, yes, Mo. I'm going to get corpses. She reads that so well. Yeah, yeah. You could just see, like, you know, all of the hope in her life. And that's has why his drained. response is so such a missed opportunity. Because, yeah. like, his initial of, like, you want me to come with is so funny because she's clearly being sarcastic, mm-hmm. right? And so him misreading it as being sincere is very mm-hmm. funny. And so for him to. Again, just such a weird thing to have him just turn really quick. I think they just realized she's not coming back, and he needs to know that she's not coming back. Right. So they wrote the joke. They thought that was funny, but they're like, but we need to have him know that she's not coming back. So let's just, I don't know, throw a line in there that he knows she's not coming back. Like, most foolishness is thinking this person that he's tricked into thinking he's kind of normal would go along with something. So He, he thinks that she's a scumbag, too. Otherwise, yeah. why would she be with him? And it's just everything coming to that head. He has this the stupidest look on his face. If you rewatch the episode, listeners, like, so optimistic. And then she's 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 <laughs> gone. Oh she, yeah. She's just gone emotionally. It's amazing. I think that, like, the, the direction in that moment, too, mm-hmm. uh, is really good with the, the zoom in. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you go dangle some cards. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's very good. Mm-hmm. It's um, very funny. Yeah. All right. That's it. Mo That's and Renee. It? Yeah. Mo and Renee together at last. Mo and we did it. Renee. The two MVPs. Uh, thanks for coming on, Ife. Thank you for having me. Always a pleasure. Do you have anything you'd like to plug? No. No? No, I don't. Awesome. I like to plug this. Uh, actually, there's something I like people to go back and watch. Oh, okay. Uh, you mentioned the BBBQ. Go on the Patreon because mm-hmm. these guys are super close to reaching their goal. And sign up and become a patron Aww. and go watch the BBBQ. It's hilarious. <laughs> so much fun. These guys actually ate the things I offered to them. <laughs> yeah, for amazing. those maybe new listeners or those maybe not aware, explain what the BBBQ was. So the BBBQ has been uh, a brainchild for uh, many seasons of your <laughs> podcast where it was we get together and we make and we eat some of the Simpsons most sh- Simpsons-themed themed foods, some really shameful things uh, in there as well. And it actually happened one day, and we filmed it. So mm-hmm. you can watch it. It's a nice little visual medium. You can see the two faces of these fine fellows. Eat, you got, uh, you got some, root marm. <laughs> root marm. You got skittle. Skittle brow. Uh, skittle brow. You got uh, out-of-this-world moon waffles, That's deconstructed. Right. Deconstructed. You got fl- nachos, Flanders style. Nachos, Flanders style. Uh, the Good Morning Burger. <laughs> yeah. Not- did we have the cloves and the Tom Collins? You did, oh, yeah. boy. Yeah. <laughs> Also, yep. nuts and gum is in there. Nuts and gum. <laughs> together, together at last. Good morning, uh, it was burger. good. Yeah, good yeah. morning burger. There's America balls. It was America a, it balls. Was, yeah. It was a feast. There was even yeah. gazpacho, gazpacho for all. Gazpacho was bad. Yeah. So <laughs> it's bad. Gazpacho's bad, guys. I mean, this <laughs> go back to Russia. Let's let's, let's be clear. <laughs> this was not traditional gazpacho. <laughs> no. 
It was tomato soup served it ice was just cold. Tomato though. soup served ice cold. <laughs> so Which it's not actually what gazpacho is. Like the real oh, gazpacho, I believe, has more spices. And that was anyway. fun. We should do that again. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. There's more. There's more food items to, yeah, to try one tacos. day. Tacos, but yeah, I hope these guys reach to go on Patreon and subscribe, and you can watch that uh, abomination <laughs> unto humanity anytime you'd like. That's, that's right. You'll also get all of our zombie episode uh, reviews. Uh, you'll get all of our commentaries which we're in the midst of our dragon trilogy. Uh, we just did Judges and Dragons, and next is going to be Reign of Fire, baby. Of fire. I'm excited for that one. Um, yeah. Greg? Oh, um, yeah. Alan, come to Heritage Park and right. uh, see the two-story outhouse. Right. I got to do that before the summer ends. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's just silly. How long do I have? <laughs> uh, you have uh, another two or three weeks. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, great. Uh, everyone else, um, just, you know, be kind and (laughs) (laughs) don't, don't, uh, don't bludgeon people with books. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) it's very important. It's very important. Uh, but of course you can find us on the socials, Instagram and Twitter and Facebook at bad neighbors pod or two bad neighbors, a Simpsons podcast. You can email us at the hammock district on third at gmail.com numerical three and Subscribe to our Patreon. As mentioned, it is patreon.com slash boathouse studios. House spelt the German way. And help us reach our goal of $100 a month. We are very close. So close. Only like four signups away. We had a new patro- patron uh, join us today. Thank you, Vincent. We are now Yay. three away. Yay. Mm-hmm. We're so close, guys. Yeah. Just think. That number, that those three could be you. <laughs> those three could be you. <laughs> uh. do, you want, do we want to do a... Uh, uh, a special prize for whoever gets hits the goal for us. Hmm. I'll think about it. Okay. <laughs> I, I have. I have I'm one. not good at Patreon, you guys. I, I don't know I, how it works. I have one in Greg's mind. In charge. I have one in mind, but okay. I'm not sure if I'm willing to part with it. Oh, interesting. Is all. Is the is the Australia flag? <laughs> no. <laughs> I am not parting with that. That's mine. <laughs> That'd be funny. You're like, yeah, let's give this thing away. Let's I can't remember where I got this I from. I can't even remember. What <laughs> happened? I can't remember, this pod- I can't remember what stupid idiot this, got this from This me. podcast was so fucking because long, of t- guys. Because of TV, I can't remember what happened an hour ago. <laughs> what are it's we a real problem. <laughs> uh, thanks again, everybody. Thanks for listening. And we'll be back next time for... Oh, Lisa shit, right. Is it Lisa the, the Simpson? Simpson? That's yeah. right. Lisa the Simpson. That's a contentious episode mm-hmm. based on some emails. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some people say it's their least favorite of the season. Some people say it's their favorite. Yeah, I'm excited. It's going to be like a Homer's Enemy, I think. Ooh, fun. So, keep watching the skis! Oh, and have a good vacation. Thanks.